The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Our podcast is brought to you by ComBank, committed to being a better bank. Find out more at combank.com.au forward slash better. Good morning, I'm Claire Kimball. And I'm Kate Watson. It's Thursday, the 11th of April. In your squiz today, India, Israel and Australia's elections. A big space breakthrough. Get your tissues ready for flu season. And who will play Princess Diana in The Crown? This is your squiz today. Claire, there's an election coming, but given there are 900 million people eligible to vote, it means it's actually not Australia's election. We'll get on that. We'll get to that though uh, in a little bit. India's Prime Minister Modi, who represents the centre-right Hindu Nationalist Party, is looking for his second term. Who are his opponents? His opponents are really the Congress Party, which is led by Rahul Gandhi. He's of the famous Gandhi political dynasty and uh, a big mountain for him to climb, though. He has just 44 seats of the 543-seat parliament. Modi is quite a dominant force there at the moment and really is expected to win again. But it's a big exercise, this one. They spread the election out over uh, weeks and weeks and weeks. It's not going to be done until the 19th of May. So it's a very long, not just campaign, but voting process there. Well, 900 million people, that's um, that's a lot of people to get through. It sure is. Whilst we're on it, where did we get to on the Israeli election? Uh, looks like Benjamin Netanyahu of, of the Likud party will probably get over the line. Still a few votes to count there uh, and tracking quite closely with this blue and white alliance, which is a new force in Israeli politics. So, uh, yeah, a little bit to go, but it looks like Netanyahu will have um, the ability to put a coalition together to get across the line. That will be a record fifth um, term of government for Netanyahu, the fourth in consecutive order. And um, yeah, it's not going to be an easy um, time for him, though. Of course, he faces corruption charges, uh, which could possibly come down in the coming months. And finally, on elections, it looks like our Prime Minister will call an election later today. Looks like it. Reports say that he's flown into Canberra last night. The Governor-General we know is available to see him this morning, probably early this morning apparently. Um, Sir Peter Cosgrove kicks off his meetings at about 10 o'clock this morning, so look out for that before 10am. Thank you to all of you who have already opted into our pop-up email, Squeeze the Election. For the for those who haven't, there's a link in the episode notes of your podcast app to do so. We'll send the first one from this Sunday, Claire. Yep, let's go. That'll arrive in your inbox at 5.30pm, Sunday to Thursday, up until polling day and keep you across all the campaign trail happenings. We're excited to put that together. And for you, podcast listeners, we'll also be producing a once-weekly Squeeze the Election podcast. We'll, we'll keep you across the details of that. Stay tuned to a completely different story. Australian Justine Ruzchek Demond was fatally shot in July 2017 by Minneapolis police. Uh, her fiance Don Damon was the first to give evidence in the trial yesterday, Claire. He was, and it was pretty harrowing. He was in Las Vegas at the time on a work trip, and uh, he outlined yesterday the series of phone calls and text messages that he got from Justine in the lead up to her death. She was concerned that there was a, a rape or an assault um, happening at the back of their home, and uh, she called 911 to get police onto it. And very sadly, um, she was shot by police when she approached the car with um, Officer. 
um, Muhammad Noor accused of acting rashly um, in what they thought was a um, the quote is a classic ambush scenario. So, yeah, it's going to be a trial that goes for three to four weeks and it's getting quite a bit of attention in the US as well as here. Yeah. A couple of updates. The possibility of Crown Resorts being sold is still a live one. After Wynn Resorts pulled out yesterday, they were unhappy that the potential takeover had been leaked to the press. And there's a lot of speculation this morning about the strategy behind that leak, whether it was something done accidentally or someone inside Crown uh, overstepping the mark or whether it was actually a a considered effort to try and flush wind resorts out or to try and find another uh, potential buyer to get into a bidding war. So lots of um, speculation about what's going on there. But what seems to be the message is that Crown Resorts could potentially be for sale and we'll see where that goes whether it's win or whether it's another operator that steps forward um and a correction from us on our Dani story yesterday we said the mine would create fourteen thousand five hundred jobs but perhaps the language was a, needed to be a little more specific claire Oh, <laughs> less than the language needed to be specific, more than it needed to be correct. So uh, the consensus seems to be that there's 1,500 jobs that are going to be created in the first phase of the stage mines. And then there's a whole heap of numbers that are out there about what's going to happen after that with direct yeah. and indirect jobs. So let's just settle on 1,500 jobs up front and then more to come. And there's a, it's a story we'll be talking about quite a bit, so we want to make sure we get it right. Um, On to health and basically the chance of getting the flu this season, Claire, is high. Really high. Simple as that. Yeah, really high. There's already been 27,000 people struck down by the flu this year and that's significantly up on last year, although last year's flu season was quite a quiet one. Uh, But what's happened apparently is that the flu season in the Northern Hemisphere has gone quite late and travellers are bringing it back to Australia. Uh, So they're really encouraging people to get immunised, to be very careful about you know, when it comes to flu season, your personal hygiene and touching things and touching your face and all of those sorts of things. But yeah, get ready for a big one by the sound of things. You're off to get your flu shot next week. Absolutely. Yeah. Big space announcement last night. Scientists have taken the first ever photograph of a black hole, took eight cameras and perfect conditions to get the image. It's quite an incredible operation, this one, to try and get this um, Event Horizon Telescope, it's called, which is actually a series of telescopes that are set up around the world and they need to be in sync to be able to take this picture. And incredible to think that all of the pictures of a black hole that we've seen until now have been artist impressions of of what one would look like. Um, If you want to have your mind blown, Google what is a black hole. It makes you question everything. I don't quite get it, but it's a a real mind bender. It's 55 million light years from Earth and it's 6.5 billion times heavier than the sun. They're calling it a monster. You'll see a bit about that today. And I'm a big fan of The Crown on Netflix. They've cast a Princess Diana for season four. What a what a what a job! Yeah, Emma Corrin is um, the actress's name, and yeah, it'll be surely one of the most scrutinised and pulled apart roles of yes. of the next um, piece of time. And yeah, she's very brave to step up to that. And also, um, it seems that um, yeah, The Crown is really getting uh, organised when it comes to picking those characters. The um, the actress. 
actress um, Emerald Fennell, who's going to play Camilla, um, also has some pretty funny things to say about um, stepping into that role. So that's the fourth season. The third season of The Crown is due for release later this year. That'll follow the royal family through the 60s and 70s, picking up where season two left off. I'm looking forward to that. And whilst we're on the royals, it's been announced that Prince Harry and Oprah are going to be working together on a new documentary for mental health. What's the subject line today, Claire? So I was looking for um, a a song about um, black holes, but they're all pretty depressing. So I found um, a a lyric from the Chainsmokers, um, Don't Let Me Down, which um, relates to Emerald Fennell, um, the lady who is going to be playing Camilla. She talks about... um, you know, going to um, play a chain-smoking serial snogger uh, when she steps into the role as Camilla. So this song's from the Chainsmokers. That's my train of thought on that. Whoa, we got there. We got there. <laughs> That's all from us today. Have a look at the Squeeze Today email. If you read it every day this week, you'll go in the draw to win $100 worth of books. Have a great Thursday and we'll chat to you tomorrow. The Squeeze is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Sign up at thesqueeze.com.au. A message now from our podcast partner, Sunbeam. With so many unhealthy snacks on offer, it can be hard to find something to keep your kids satisfied and happy. Sunbeam's dried fruit and cheese chilled snacks contain only real fruit and real cheese with no artificial colours or flavours. And they're a great source of calcium. It's a snack you can feel good about giving them while you're on the go. Pick up a pack today in the dairy fridge at your local Woolworths, Coles or independent retailer.